on this episode of This is Super Famicom. Bishoujo Senshi, Sailor Moon S, Jogai Ranto, Juyaku Soudat Sen. This is for the Super Famicom, December 16th, 1994. Now that's a good game, you should play it. Alright, welcome back, everybody. I've once again taken over the podcast because I feel like it, and this time I'm not even talking about a Game Boy game. Because who's gonna stop me? So, what have I been up to since the last time we spoke, which was, God, the Dragonheart episode? Um, I've only gotten more into fighting games. I, I still play Melee.、Um, probably not as much as some other games, including this one. Um, but I've done lots of traveling with my wife for different melee tournaments. We went to Toronto, and I was actually on the main stage, and I went to a band stage, and the tournament organizers got mad at me, which was really funny. I'll, I'll try to remember to leave a link to that in the description.、Um, and then we went to Newfoundland, which was really good as well, which is just a local place, but we'd never been there before, but it was really nice.、Um, And my weekly melee tournament that I have been running has since expanded to just a whole variety of fighting game tournaments that happen throughout the week that specifically cater to new players who are really terrible at the game. So mostly we just mash buttons at each other.、Um, so for this episode, we're going to be talking about one of those games, the one I play the most, the one I would call my main game, which is a December 16th. 1994 release of a Sailor Moon themed fighting game. Now, this is a game I've been playing for a long time personally, but just sort of mashing buttons myself against the CPUs. So,、uh, a lot of this information helped come to me from the Moonlight Fight Society, which is the hub for Sailor Moon fighting games, specifically this one.、Um, Special thanks in particular to Zam and Orange, who do so much for the community and us, but in particular looked over this script for me to make sure I wasn't lying to you. Because as you guys will learn soon, that there's a long history of people being misinformed about this game. But for the first, for the probably the first time ever on This Is Game Boy, we're gonna have some nice CD quality Sailor Moon audio that I hope you all enjoy. Welcome back, everybody. So, there's actually quite a lot to cover about this game, both mechanically and like the history of the competitive scene. But today, we're just going to be covering the basics of the game itself. Maybe I'll take over the podcast again in the future and we'll talk about the long, complicated lore of how this game came to North America.、Um, so, this game, as I'm sure you've heard a few times now, was released on December 16th, 1994. It was released by Arcs. It was developed by Arc System Works, which you might know from a lot of very popular modern fighting games like Guilty Gear and Blaz Blue and some other ones. 
Um, it was published by Bandai, and then the composer was just the, the Sailor Moon composer. Uh, the genre is like a... Like a specifically like a Street Fighter clone kind of fighting game. If you've ever seen any Super Nintendo Street Fighter, then Im imagine the Sailor Scouts there instead, and you're probably 70% of the way there. Um, so we're going to cover the plot, and we're going to cover a lot of the mechanics of the game, and then I'll tell you about my personal history with it for today. The plot... Um, the plot's about as complicated as you would imagine for a Sailor Moon fighting game, where after fighting the monster of the week, as they do in any given episode of the show, all the other scouts are teasing Moon for being the leader, and they just decide to host a fighting tournament to see who's going to be the new leader. Which actually, like, as a generic like idea for the storyline is, a really neat mechanic of that is, when you beat story mode... Like when you boot up the game for the first time, it says Sailor Moon S, and it has the and it has the like Sailor Moon silhouette on it. But if you beat the game with like Sailor Venus, then when the game goes back to the main menu, it says Sailor Venus S, and it has a silhouette of her on it. And so, just like a just like a small nod, but but the story mode's bad anyway, so don't play it. You can beat it in like four minutes. Just just go into training mode and do these mechanics I'm going to tell you about. Um, the gameplay. Oh, so the gameplay, speaking of the gameplay, we, we play the competitive, where we just fight against each other. But in the standard mode, you'll notice, you're like, if you ever decide, if, you're, if, you, if I convince you of anything and you decide to boot up this game, the first thing anybody does is they click on story mode. And the first thing you're going to see is, why in the hell does my opponent have more health than me? All the opponents cheat. There's a mechanic in the game called ACS, which is Ability Custom Something Something, I forget. What's important is that you have, like, you have, like, Pokemon EVs that you can apply to yourself, and you can just give yourself your, your normals do more damage, your specials do more damage, you can give yourself more hit points, which you can crank up to the top. One of them is a secretly a handicap stat, so if you up it, it makes you worse. But anyway, um, we don't use that in competitive, but if you, if you hop into story mode, the first thing you're going to notice is that, the one, the CPUs cheat, and they're going to run you over, and two, they all have more health and stats than you. But anyway, we play the regular competitive game where we fight against each other. So you can imagine any regular Super Nintendo or arcade fighter of the era. Um, this one specifically has one light and one heavy button for both kick and punch. So you have a light punch and a heavy punch. You have a light kick and a heavy kick. Um, and then all your special moves are done by doing some sort of motion input on the controller, which... Uh, you can imagine being at the arcade and doing a half circle, and that's problematic enough for some of us, but trying to imagine doing it on a Super Nintendo pad, it's, it's, it's something else. You get used to it, but it's not intuitive at first. Um, and so all the special moves are done by some sort of motion you make on the controller and then pressing one of the face buttons. Um, for a game this old, too, like, fighting games at the time, like, had some number of mechanics, but there's, there's quite a number of, like, unique and forward-looking mechanics that you see in this game that you don't in others. The throws are pretty basic. If you're near each other, you press the throw button, you throw the other person. What's important is that the character I play, Sailor Mars, when she grabs you, she slaps you for like a hundred times, and it takes like nine seconds for the animation to play out, and so it makes your opponent really mad. So that's the, that's the best one. Um, and the animations all look really good. All they're like, 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 that's a really nice animation. Some of the Sailor Moon games do not have good animations. There's one called Various Emotion, which I can only describe as, like, it looks like motion sickness feels. Don't play that game. Play this one. 
Um, so speaking of the new mechanics that it entered, though, or that it introduced, one of the, it was one of the earliest games to have, like, a dashing mechanic. And so all the characters can tap back twice, and they become instantly invincible, and they dash almost the entire length of the screen. Which, like, sounds like it might be problematic, but it's everybody has access to it, so it just kind of makes things more dynamic. Um, some characters have a forward dash, but they, 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 they don't come with invincibility, and they kind of suck. Um, Moon's... Well, Moon's, Moon's forward dash doesn't suck, but Moon's forward dash is very weird. It sends you, like, up and over at a strange angle that most people are not ready to deal with. But the back dashes, they make you instantly invincible. Um... But because of how Chibi's is timed, Chibi, the little, like, tiny Sailor Moon, the little pink one that's, like, a baby, um, she can chain her backdashes into each other and sort of just stay perfectly invincible if you mash it at the correct speed. Well, not mash it if you time it at the correct speed. Um, which sounds like, oh, geez, well, I'm just going to play that one. Why don't people just play that one and win? Um, there's, like, a lot of counterplay. You kind of just have to jump over her, and that solves the problem. But it's really funny when you see somebody playing for the first time, and they don't know how to deal with it, and the little pink gremlin just turns perfectly invincible. And then one of the other mechanics it has, which I found the most interesting, but I've been told has been, like, in, like, old SNK games before this, is a desperation move. So you have all your regular special, you have your, your regular moves, you can punch and you can kick. And then all your characters have their own unique special moves, like Mars will throw fires at you, and then Jupiter will throw lightning at you. Um, but if you're under, if the timer gets down to 10 seconds, or if either of you are at low health, you unlock a secret extra move that does a massive amount of damage. Like, if you hit somebody with it twice, they die. So even if you see somebody, it leads to some really exciting games where some people get really low in health and all of a sudden the other person just dies because they made a wrong decision. Um, but one of the most, I would say the most important and game-defining mechanics for Sailor Moon is, it's actually like, I would, I would imagine it's the mechanic that makes this game playable because without this, like... So, in fighting games, like, you get punched, right? And then your character is, like, if you're blocking, you get in, like, a little animation where you're, like, stunned for a second before you can punch back. Um, because of how long that stun is for a lot of moves, like, this game would kind of lock you down. Except for the fact that that stun means nothing. Because you can cancel it into backdash, into any desperation move, into any of the special moves. And so, like, anytime somebody hits you when you're blocking you can just decide like oh well it's my it's my turn to be in charge now and so the game like you see a lot of fighting games where sometimes some person gets shoved in the corner and that's it they just like get run over from that point sailor moon can be very back and forth at any given time because if you hit somebody's shield things get real weird um but one of the mechanics that's like without a doubt like was very odd to be there at the time when Sailor Moon was. Well, count counters exist in Sun games. So there's two count. There's two. So you hit some. Okay. So you hit somebody and it does some amount of damage, right? I'm gonna punch you and it does. It's gonna do ten damage to you. But in Sailor Moon and in some other fighting games, there's a mechanic called counters. And so if I go to punch you, and I hit you when you're starting up one of your moves. 
my punch does some extra damage because I caught you when you were trying to do a move. But the weird mechanic that Sailor Moon has is headshots. <laughs> if you hit your opponent in their head, it just does extra damage. And then they're, they're additive as well. So if you hit somebody in their head when they're doing a startup with your desperation move, you're, you're just going to do almost 100% of their health all in one shot. Um, it's, a, it's, a really, it's a really weird game. It would be like horribly broken if not for the fact that like all of the characters are pretty well balanced to each other. And so they're all just get to be massively strong against each other. Um, and then the last mechanic that, that like really matters in this game is what's called port priority. Depending on if you're playing player one or player two, there's a lot of like complicated and numerous different effects that that has. But the only thing that matters is that's why you'll see like in the competitive play, you'll see people doing rock, paper, scissors and flipping a coin to see which uh, port they get. Now, speaking of the cover art, well, not speaking of the cover art, bringing up the cover art. It's, it's pretty basic. It's the kind of Sailor Moon poster you would have had in your wall in the 90s. It's just a close-up of all the different scouts. They're smiling, they're throwing up peace signs, they're having a good time. It's a good look. It's a good, it's a good looking cover. It catches the eye if you like Sailor Moon, but it's definitely pretty basic. There's nothing special to it. Um, and the last thing we'll talk about, though, is not general reception as we would as we would i'm gone as if you can't tell i've stolen the outline from the regular game boy episodes and just jammed this stuff in in a way that i feel like it fits so instead of speaking of general reception i'm going to talk about how the modern world kind of re receives it right now for 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 when it came out like it was presumably popular because sailor moon certainly was popular at the time and there was two separate runs of this game um but the biggest thing about today's modern reception of it is that most of the most of the like fighting game communities or like just old game SNES enthusiasts know this game as that one really broken Sailor Moon fighting game, which which fair enough, it is a really broken Sailor Moon fighting game. But most people know it through a few like common like YouTube videos that they'll see it that sort of do a like a bad job representing it, and they have a few like misrepresentations common between them um, that I just want to be sure that I I want to be sure that I'm not contributing to. Um, the game is actually really well balanced. Like the difference between like the best and the worst character is like so minor that it almost doesn't matter in competitive play. The most common misconception that you'll hear is that the chip is that so when you're when you get hit with a special when you get hit with a move and you're blocking you still take a little bit of damage, um, which is called chip damage, and you'll often hear the people say that the chip damage was pro that was programmed wrong, because there's a certain move where if you are blocking and get hit by it you'll take more damage than if you're not blocking and you get hit by it, but it's just because the sprite itself is going over your character. And then each time when it, each frame when it's going over it, the damage is being calculated. And so it's not that the chip was programmed wrong. They just made one move have a little bit too much chip damage so that if you block it and take every hit, you're going to take more damage than if you just got hit by it put out. But it's not a programming error. It's programmed perfectly normal. There's also a few misconceptions about the scene being like 
solely kept alive by individuals, but I just want I just want to like express that like the Sailor Moon scene is kept alive by a lot of different people in their own ways, big and small, throughout the years. And the final thing I have for general reception is just my personal experience, which is that every person I've ever played Super Smash Brothers Melee with, I'm like, hey. You want to play the Sailor Moon game that's old and broken? And they're like, oh yeah, that sounds great. Like, give me a controller. How do I play? How do I shoot a fireball? Every single person in my local fighting game community looks at this game and they just put their nose up to it and refuse to even play casual games with me. I don't know. I don't know what it is, but my local community is not interested in this game. So we're going to have a break song now. Another beautiful Christmas song that I hope you all enjoy, Tis the Season. Um, <clears throat> I'm getting, for the record, I'm getting all these Christmas songs from a Sailor Moon Christmas album that is old, but we have a hack of the ROM that, or not a hack of the ROM, but a sort of a modified version that plays CD quality audio instead of the game audio, and Orange made a Christmas one that we've been using that it plays all of these songs like in place of the default tracks. So I've been jamming out to these all month. So enjoy one of these, please. And then when we come back, I'll talk about how I got into this game, my my start with it and where I'm at now. Um, and then we'll talk a little bit about the community and then we will, uh, I think by that point we can just uh, do the outro and be done. Welcome back, everybody. Uh, so before I talk about the Sailor Moon community, because I have a few things I want to discuss about, like, the community at large, things we do, some overlaps we have with the uh, speedrunning and retro community, uh, I just want to talk about my personal history with the game. So I've actually had this game since my early days of speedrunning collecting. I knew nothing about it. I was just at the thrift store, and I saw a game that had Sailor Moon characters on it, and I was like, I like Sailor Moon. Bought it, threw it in my box of Sailor Moon games. Every once in a while I would boot it up and get beat up by the CPUs. Um, but then when I met Petra, and Petra and I got married, we would play Melee and some other fighting games now and then because it was something that she was into. And then I was like, oh, I have this Sailor Moon fighting game. And I'm like, I'm going to dig it out of my box and we would play it now and then every once in a while with each other. Um, and then eventually she, thank goodness went and found the, like, community at large. She was the one who found, originally, the Moonlight Fight Society and showed me about it. So, my Melee tournament that I run runs, like, it runs every week, um, but every two months or so, instead of doing Melee, we run some other silly game. Normally, I would just let everybody vote on it, but this one week, I was like, I'm not going to let people vote on it. I really want to play Sailor Moon with people. I'm going to make it the game that wins, so I'm just going to submit it. And so, or I'm just going to make people play it. So I just made it, I made the bracket, and all my friends played it. 
And it was popular enough that we ended up, like, I got people who were like, oh, the next day people were like, does anyone want to keep playing? Does more people want to play? And so we ended up making our own weekly tournament, which was great. Um, and that's how we sort of became, like, more permanently connected to the Moonlight Fight Society, because we were running weekly. We were like, especially me and uh, my buddy Invalidity, who are the two, ho the two like, tournament organizers of the weekly, um, we'd be constantly going back and forth between the Moonlight Fight Society to ask them, A, questions about the game that we needed to tell the people who we were running the tournament for, and B, trying to get tips on how to beat each other. So speaking of the Moonlight Fight Society, and really just the Sailor Moon community at large, well, I can only speak to my experiences while joining. There's a lot of, like, really nice things about it that I want to be able to share, or at least just rattle off things that I find interesting that we've, we've done or I've seen since I've got there. Um, one is that we do a lot of tasking the community as well, just like you would for speedrunning or any other retro stuff, just like you would find tech for that. You find tech for speedrunning, or find tech for fighting games. You want to know what beats what, like how do these two things interact, like what happens if I do this earlier or later, and just the easiest way to test that is normally just to open up a TAS. And thank goodness between, we have really good tasking tools with um, BizHawk, but we also have really good Lua scripts that have been written for us by some people in the community um, that are just really helpful for doing things like hitbox, or like hitboxes being displayed on top of the uh, sprites to like extra game states being printed on top of the screen just like extra osd stuff just really handy for like any like we're just really spoiled that we can you know how we can test it really quickly like this in the computer you don't have to spend hours in front of your crt mashing on your snes controller to see what actually works or what doesn't um and besides the lua script we have what's called the Big Zam edition of the ROM, which is the ROM that we use. It adds English translations, it adds a whole bunch of different sprites that you can choose, um, and the ROM itself is sort of the culmination of a, of a whole lot of different people's work. It's just an amalgamation of different patches and like quality of life things that people have done just amalgamated into one ROM, which for, thankfully is the ROM that got used for Fightcade, which is the program we used to, to, to play this old SNES game back and forth with each other with good connection. Um, one, once upon a time, somebody got Sailor Moon S, the ROM, installed on a, on a Super Nintendo Mini, but it's on a SNES Mini, like, but it's become like lost knowledge to the community. No one's been able to get it installed on there since, and we just had this one rumor about that one time that it worked, which is delightful. Um, so yeah, Fight Fightcade is the it's like a piece of software that we use that adds good netplay capabilities on top of the emulator, which is great, but it uses SNES 9X as the emulator, which is awful. It's like. It's like if you got really good networking for Game Boy multiplayer stuff, but you had to use Visual Boy Advance. Like, it's really bad. But, like, it, we can't complain, because at least we have good rollback netplay. But SNES 9X sure does suck. Um, so there was actually a sequel to Sailor Moon S. We don't, we don't talk about it. It's called Super S, but it's really bad. Um, but there is a patch that was made, sort of just like a improvement patch 
that adds like other characters, it, it fixes some of the really, really broken shit in it. And by other characters, I mean like a ninja turtle, it adds a girl from some other fighting, from some other magical girl fighting game. Um, so that one's really fun, but nobody plays it competitively. It's literally just like a side game we play for fun with each other sometimes. Um, as I'm sure you've heard now for the, I think the like seventh time, the game was released on December 16th, 1994, which means that you're probably going to be hearing this the day before, the day of its birthday, hopefully, unless I do what I normally do and you're going to hear it three weeks from now. Um, but for its birthday, we're going to have a tourney. And so if anyone plays fighting games, even if you suck, please at me. Even if you just have no idea what you want to do and you want to mash punch, I will get it installed for you. Um... Oh, and speaking of lost knowledge, there's also, there's one, there's a character in the game, Dark Moon. We have, like, instructional, we have instructions on, like, her moveset and stuff. No idea how to unlock her. No one's been able to figure it out. She's just there. So, if any of you remember how to unlock Dark Moon in Sailor Moon S, please let me know. Um... So, in place of the small speedrunning section, I'm going to tell you not to speedrun it, because it's really bad, it's only like two minutes, and you should go into trading mode and learn to do these things that I told you about. Learn to guard cancel. Alright, I'm going to give you one final break. Not that we need it, because I don't have that much more to say, but just because I really like the songs, and I want to have the chance to insert one more. Um, I'll talk to you a little bit more about some community events. My community, not, not the Game Boy community. This is my one week, give me this. Um, and then I'll do some special thanks, and then I'll say goodbye. Enjoy! I was talking about my melee tournament. I was talking about how we run the Sailor Moon tournament now. All these tournaments are run out of one Discord that I do. So if you're interested in fighting games, either you play them, either you used to play them, or you're just even mildly interested in playing them with other people who really suck, uh, we run an old Guilty Gear game. We run Guilty Gear ACR. We run uh, we run that on Tuesdays. On Fridays, we run Sailor Moon S. That's the best one. That's the only one that matters. And if you're going to pick up any of them, you should pick up that one. Um, on Saturdays, we run Melee, which is a fine game. And we might be running Street Fighter Third Strike in the future. We, we might have somebody interested in doing that. Um, there's no listener questions, because I don't tell anybody when I'm going to do this. I just do it when I feel like it. <laughs> so, with that... I just want to give some special thanks to a few people in particular in the community because I I really love this game. This game means a lot to me. I have a lot of fun playing it. I have a lot of fun playing it, especially with my friends. And a lot of people have made it really easy to get to this point. Like the community has made it really has made this game like something that's really easy to fall in love with. Um, 
So special thanks first and foremost to Big Zang, Big Zam and Orange for teaching us every day about the lore and mechanics of this great game. For Floats for getting our amateur community just the basic skills to be able to play each other. For my for Can Can for playing a four hour first to one hundred to me the other Sunday. Afterwards, I was like, good first to 100, and they were like, I was just going to keep pressing start until you stopped. Um, to SNESJW and to Reiraku for teaching me, like, how to play Mars better and, more importantly, cooler. And to Koshun, who's just the original GOAT. Um, and really to the entirety of the Moonlight Fight Society, to my community, LLT, and to every single SMS player around the world. I love this game so much, and so everybody who plays it, it means the world to me. I might be back in the future to talk about how the game sort of got from Japan in 1994 to on my computer now, um, but that is going to require a lot of research for me not to just be lying to you constantly. So, with that... I'm going to play the outro for whatever episode is next, because I don't know what that is. Maybe I'll just play Sarah Moon song again instead. Yeah, I think I'll just do that. Bye, everybody. And then I'll just play that clip from Zam's video. Bisoju Senshi, Serlo Munas, Jogai Ranto, something something. <laughs>